What's going on, everybody? This is Jeff with Altcoin Buzz. Today, we're going to do episode five. It's just Matt and I. We're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to talk about the Electronium videos that I did and how I got ripped to shreds and how that was fun. And uh, we're going to make fun of Jeff on that one. <laughs> and we're going to talk about Facebook and Tether and the Red Sea that we've been having. So we're going to go over a whole bunch. Just Matt and I going back and forth. Let's go ahead and uh, get started. How about that, Matt? Oh, man. Hey, everybody. We had a yeah. good time this week, didn't we, with some of the comments? Uh, I think I've got you beat, Jeff. I think I think really, really uh, some of these things we can uh, – I've got, I've got a new name. I'm Steve from Blue's Clues. I'm going to own it. Uh, or what do you I, think? Do you I, like Mr. Rogers better? Which, which is I your like favorite? them both. Uh, <laughs> I, I think uh, Mr. Mr. Rogers is pretty good, but Steve from Blue's Clues is also uh, – I, I think I think I can see why someone would call you that, but uh, I think that was the first video. So the last two, that now they're like, "Oh, Matt, we love you." So uh, the 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 way they felt about you in video one is totally different than how they feel about you in the last three videos that you've done. So we've we um, had some really I, good I, laughs this week. I've never been called so many different types of people and names and all that. I and I was called people I didn't even know. That I had to I had to. Uh, type their names into YouTube and watch their videos. And I thought, yeah, I do kind of sound like that guy. <laughs> Learned oh, yeah. all kinds of stuff about myself this week. You're, you're like, who's, who's Mr. Rogers? I haven't heard his voice in a while. <laughs> Won't you be a yeah. crypto neighbor? Hey, neighbor. How are you? Yeah, I think people like Mr. Rogers, though. So um, I don't know if that's necessarily that, that much of a, uh, a um, you know, it's, it's, it's more of a compliment, really. Because Mr. Rogers educated the generation. Hey, it was common. The, the names. Yeah. We, we, we talked about the millennials this week a lot, which, Jeff, okay, you know, I'm going to clear the air here. I sure. know this guy from years ago, and he calls me all stressed. I'm talking about Jeff here, guys. Blockchain J. Mm. And he calls me all stressed <laughs> out because he really has a passion for seeing millennials learn in business and grow themselves and this guy really cares about the whole generation coming up and what they're going to do and their future and all that i mean this is way before this is way before altcoin buzz and all this this guy uh really wants to wants to do some things for this generation so you know don't kid don't kid yourself guys if you're out there and you're a millennial uh we got your back on this yeah well uh, did you hear my new nickname is uh, Jeff from Altcoin Fud? <laughs> I saw, <laughs> I saw, you like that one, huh? <laughs> I saw that the one this week. My, one of my favorites, though, was uh, Blockchain J uh, parentheses midlife crisis. Yeah. Oh, geez. Apparently, apparently oh, geez. since you're Blockchain J, you're in a midlife crisis. They must think you're, you know, I, I don't know what midlife <laughs> is these days, but. But one of my favorites, right. I've got to tell everybody, I mean, this is hilarious. Some, we've, had, we've had some other people doing videos and things like that on the Altcoin Buzz channel, which big shout out to all the team. They're doing a phenomenal job. But um, tell, tell them about the guy who was ripping on you, saying you should be gotten rid of. Or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had a guy who said, oh, Jeff, you're the worst on the whole uh, team. They should fire you. Um, 
And then they said, then they said, you sound like an uneducated hillbilly or something like that. And, and then uh, there was another guy. I got to tell him about the second one. The second one was uh, Electronium to the Moon, Jeff to Hell. <laughs> I was like, oh, geez, wow. I was like, oh, man, I better just start talking about all the good things always. Yeah. So maybe I have to just focus on the positives, right? Maybe that's what... <laughs> Well, Maybe that's what the universe is telling me. Focus you on the positive. Hard to tell him, uh, hey buddy, you realize Jeff's the founder of the channel and 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 grew, grew this thing to almost two hundred thousand subscribers. <laughs> He's one to kick right? out. But, uh, I was like, oh, does that mean I got to go to Bahamas and kick back on the beach with the mai tai and uh, just text you guys and say, go team, go. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. I was like, well, looks like I got to retire now. I've been fired from the channel. <laughs> you know, so I kind of <laughs> was like, well, maybe I should go on a vacation now. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yeah. You crank out the videos. Uh, yeah. We don't, we don't allow you to have vacation. Uh, people love you too much. No vacation. Uh, lastly on this, you know, guys, I mean, this is hilarious. You don't know how much, how many good laughs we've had out of this this week. But this guy says, uh, <laughs> I really, I really wish you guys would put the name on the front. Cause I only listen to Jeff. I only listen to him. Oh, so. geez. Yeah. So they love you. Oh, love you. Speaking oh. of love, just this is cool because, you know, Jeff and I are, you guys know at this point, we're just real guys. We are not trying to blow rainbows and sunshine everywhere and just sugarcoat everything. Is that good? I mean, is that the way to say it, Jeff? We don't, we don't sugarcoat anything. Yeah. I I like to say uh, we don't live in a world where unicorns dance on green prairies uh, consistently. And, you know, I'm, I, 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 unfortunately, uh, you know, there, there just isn't unicorns on green prairies. So uh, in reality, we have to confront these, uh, these pr- trying times. Um, but I think you de- definitely having you around, it helps me to, uh, you definitely do uh, co- keep me, uh <laughs> You know, keep my comp- I, you help me keep my composure. I would say so. That's definitely, definitely been a, a blessing for me. We definitely got to laugh, guys. When oh uh, yeah, if you're new to this space and you just joined up and you started. You know, it's not it's not people's fault. They got into this at the end of last year because there was so much volume of news and new people in the space and just the just the volume of people getting in where it was just heavy, 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 and you know it's. It's not your fault, but I just kind of want to tell everybody, and this isn't to at all to sugarcoat it, but Bitcoin wasn't even supposed to be at 10,000 right now. I mean, a normal trajectory and a nice, steady growth of Bitcoin after these nine years, uh, after what? At the beginning of the year, we were, we were still breaking the all-time highs um, at this time last year. It wasn't. I got to look on the chart. Oh yeah, we've been the we've been going up 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 since what? For for sure 2017 was the the biggest year for uh cryptocurrency. I, I wouldn't I would be surprised if 2017's uh exponential growth could even be uh, overcome be, going from Bitcoin going from there about $1000 all the way up to what? It reached 20,000. Well, uh, that that was unbelievable in the you growth. You brought it up. Yeah, you, you said it. And I'll just put it out there and make the prediction. I mean, I really do. My calculations and the thing I look at uh, in the markets, I think by the end of the year, we're going to be right on, at that 25,000 mark. We're going to hit it before the end of the year, for sure. 
So oh, you okay. can stretch like that rubber band. We can go back and forth and back and forth. But, you know, guys, take a rubber band. If you're new to this whole game, take, take a rubber band, put it in your hand, and just stretch, 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 and let it go. So the further the market stretch right. from a reasonable line, I'm just drawing in the air, I'm just drawing a nice, steady, upward, sloping line. The more you stretch from that line, from the average, it's going to sting a little when you let that rubber band go. Uh, now, right. just, just pull the rubber band just up a little bit. And, you know, it doesn't hurt as bad if it drops or it snaps back. You get these snaps back. You mm -hmm. get volatility. We're going to do a video this week on volatility. But that kind of volatility going back and forth compared to nor the normal stock market, compared to normal trading, uh, this is up one day 20%, 30%. That's unheard of overall in the in the stock market but in crypto right. it stretches a lot further than normal so guys it is ten thousand. Ten thousand is nothing short of miraculous right now so hey right so where do you so you you're saying that twenty five thousand by the year end you yes. you're, you're a big follower of cliff high i know that because you sent me a video of cliff high yeah cliff high is saying Cliff High, you know, yeah, he he says Bitcoin to forty thousand by June. Yeah, I'm a big fan of so. uh, using Fibonacci lines and Elliott mm -hmm. Wave type stuff and looking at that. And yeah, again, I'm guys, you don't need to know all that. It's I don't. Candice was saying it on the last podcast, and I know Jeff says this all the time. Don't be a trader. Don't go in and out of the market nonstop and get all spooked out by these big moves, little moves. Um, sound, we're going to talk about sound money management principles. But, you know, just, just speaking normal, looking at some of the lines and stuff, I, I wouldn't doubt if we, we go break those all-time highs, we stretch all the way to 25000 or more, and he's calling for a lot more than that. I know a lot of people are calling for a lot more than that this year as we have mass adoption. I mean, we haven't even right. started this year, uh, this cycle of what I think is coming up February, March, April, May. And well, that one. one question that keeps coming up always, is this market being manipulated? And the reason that people are concerned about that is because if they look at the 24 hour, they see, you know, they see how the market just systematically, every single coin dumps at the same time. If it wasn't a bots or if it wasn't, <laughs> Um, being manipulated, so to speak, shouldn't it a more natural pro progression of the market be like um, Litecoin goes down 20%, but then you have, you know, uh, Populous going up 15%, Ripple going up 8%, uh, Ethereum up 2%, um, maybe uh, Omise go down 4%. How come it's always everything in the red at the same time? It's like every time we look at coin market cap, yeah. In the in the one hour, it's it's just one green or one red. You you very seldomly see right. a red and green mixture, which is which has got people like, what is really going on here, well, including myself. And yeah, okay, ahead. the mature mature markets, uh -huh. mature markets with. We talked about this in the other video. You guys, trillions of dollars, trillions of dollars of trading. In your in your normal 
markets. Uh, mm -hmm. This whole thing is only, and I say only, but four or five hundred billion. Half a trillion. We yeah, yeah, a half. I mean, these are not mature markets. Uh, it's a great point, Jeff, that you're making. Why wouldn't you get these these divergence from each other because these companies were standing on their own? It's just not there yet. These companies aren't mature. Right. They just haven't reached that level where they're moving on their own because there's not enough volume at this point. I know our listeners and people all coin buzz feel like that it should be like that. It should be like the stock market, but it's, it's an infant. This space is uh, a tiny little baby right now still, but there's a lot I, of money coming in. I got to be honest with you. I feel as though there is some whales and, and they might just oh. be a handful of whales that are really part of the manipulation of the market. I and um, I know I, I know no one wants to say that and believe it. And people might call me Jeff from All Point Fud, and that's not what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> but but what I am saying is like it is awfully weird that we'll see um, one hour where everything's green, the next hour it'll be red again, and then the next hour the top fifty are red in that hourly. And I'm like, what the heck? It's it shouldn't be like that. It's yeah, yeah, and uh, you know it is what it is. I mean, I could I could ignore it and ignore my thoughts and not say anything, and maybe I should, <laughs> or maybe I shouldn't. It depends. What do you guys want me to do, right? But um, <laughs> in terms of the market overall, I just feel like um, it's been a stressful month for a lot of people. Uh, I feel that weight of their stress. Um, I don't feel it so much personally. Although when the market is down, I do, I do, I do think that I don't eat as much, and I might not have as much of a smile on my face. Um, but I've gotten personally, I've gotten pretty good at um, dealing with adversity in business. Being now that I'm 35, I'm not 25 anymore, so yeah. I deal with adversity. I walk away from it, I shut it off, and I say there's nothing I can do about it. So only time will um, heal this one. But um, I think for a lot of the, the people who came into the market in December, they deal with a lot of the stress right now, and I feel it. But I, I will say many of them are dealing with it very maturely yes, and professionally, um, more, more better than I would have thought they would have. Oh, yeah. I, I, I completely agree. We've got, some, we've got a very mature audience. Um, you, yep. you look across the spectrum, and, and I'm seeing some excellent comments you know when you talk about money management and you start talking about uh what's happening it's speaking like you are jeff where you're like okay can mm -hmm. i do have i put only some whatever i have in the market in there right now in my portfolio where i can still sleep at night or did i invest my right. entire life savings in there mm -hmm. and when the market goes down i get no sleep and <laughs> and i can't handle it yeah um, I think yeah. we have a lot of people who are following that principle where they, they, they put some money to work in here. They know they might lose it or it might fluctuate a lot, uh, but they're in it for the long haul. Excellent. Well, today, I, yeah, today when Bitcoin went to 10140 uh, I remember the price. I actually bought a portion of a Bitcoin at 10140 uh, yeah. I watched it go down to 9700 but... Um, people are like, oh, you know, why did you do that? And I was thinking to myself, well, I don't intend to sell Bitcoin tomorrow or sometime this week, that fraction of Bitcoin that I bought. 
I'm, I'm willing to hold it for a while as long as I really, you know, so it's not like it, the, the volatility doesn't affect me because my, my focus is on the long term, not necessarily short sighted. So I think that helps me in dealing with these, um, these times, like you were pointing out in the volatility chart. Um, and I think a lot of people are curious about that historical of how January, February typically looks. Mm -hmm. Um, not just from a chart perspective, but from someone who's like been in it a couple years, right? But you have, I mean, I've been around in the cryptocurrency space off and on, but someone like you, who's been in it, no joke, like daily for at least over a year, um, where you're just tracking it. Um, I mean, if we just go back to 2015, you've been really had your finger on the pulse um, like every day. Whereas for me, I've only been doing that for, um, maybe eight months now, nine months. So you, I, last January, February, I remember it was starting to take off. Bitcoin was starting to look like it was getting ready to move, but there was still some concerns inside the market. Wasn't there? Oh, always. Because what you had last year, and there was a lot of uncertainty guys, you had, uh, the SEC turning people down for the ETFs. You had a lot of uncertainty overseas about this, but the biggie was the forks. It was all the scaling issue. And for everybody who wasn't around last year uh, in Bitcoin, and you just joined up recently, which Jeff, what do you just speaking of that altcoin buzz? What do you say the percentages of the people that have just recently in the last six months started investing in any crypto or Bitcoin? Just a guess of our audience. Over 50% of our audience base joined in December. Joined oh. cryptocurrency straight up in December. There you go. So know your audience. So guys, last year, there was a huge scaling debate. This is what came out of it was Bitcoin Cash. And if you guys weren't involved mm -hmm. with that, you you may not know there was uncertainty hanging over bitcoin for months in a row months and months and months and at one point of course i'm i know i'm talking to jeff and and calling him and i'm like wow uh this thing just went over four thousand i mean i was amazed mm -hmm. i was amazed when it yeah. broke broke two thousand and four thousand then when it went over five thousand i thought I don't, I don't know how much more this can go up this year. The rubber mm -hmm. band was stretching, stretching. You know, little did I know, of course, it was going to go all the way to 20,000. But it was not mm -hmm. any different for our audience, the people out there. It, if you were in this during that time, I, and, and I'm going to bring this out because this is what Candace said. If, if you guys want to have a long-term perspective and realize uh, be thrilled that it's at 10,000 right now because the trajectory of this is fine. We're right on track. Uh, I think you said it the other day, Jeff, if we, if we went to 8,000 or Shailen said it when we were talking. Uh, still, what if you're looking at mid or the end of the year and we're right back testing the all-time highs at 20? Are you going to really care, Jeff, if you bought at 8,000 or like today you bought at 10,000? 
I mean, right. What's the difference if I buy at eight or 10, if it's going up to 25,000? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, just a couple hundred dollars. And there's no way to tell, right? We're not. Right. Guys, one thing in trading, and I know Jeff's a big fan of uh, this trading book uh, that, that I love, uh, Trading in the Zone. And one of the things that he's a market psychologist, one of the things he talks about in there is that you need to approach this and say to yourself, anything can happen. And are you good with that? Are you good with anything happening? Uh, first, putting your only money in there that, that you know you can lose. And secondly, then, keeping a little dry powder on the side. I know, Jeff, you've done that. Where you, oh, yeah. You, if we are in a long-term bull market, and you, you even say to yourself, this thing's going to take two to five years. You said it on a video today. You said, you know, if I'm in, if I got to wait and recover my money and it takes a year or two, I'm fine with that. So what you're really saying, Jeff, is you believe this is a long-term bull market, that blockchain technology and the tech behind this is going to take over the world. And right. I, I think the same way. I think, I think most yeah. things we use in the financial sector and in currency and trading and everything we do is going to be blockchain-based a cloud-based, yep. blockchain-based in the next five to 10 years. Well, that being said, we're in a long-term bull market. So, mm -hmm. hey, um, you don't get spooked out of these little moves. Keep a little on the side so when we do have these dips, you can get involved in some good, solid companies. Just oh, I thought you were going to talk about how I like to play with some of these um, microtransaction coins that are <laughs> trading under a penny. <laughs> Like that, uh, people are always asking about Ember Coin. Um, oh. when, when the market was real, when the market was really strong, and I had just had like extra coins, just extra Litecoin laying around or whatever. Um, which was I, I don't know. I, I put it out there. I said, you know, I'm taking a, a little bit of a gamble on that Ember Coin. Yeah, and uh, it it was a micro transaction. And I put in what, like a fraction of a bit of uh, Litecoin and some way, somehow other communities, including Reddit and other YouTubers had caught on to the Embercoin thing. I still yeah. hold all of my Embercoin from that day and I'm waiting for that thing to, to um, cross over to Chartist and, and become a GPS solution on, G, on the uh, blockchain. Yeah. But um, I've done that with other coins too that I don't necessarily talk about. Um, I'll just yeah. give you two that I've done that with, uh, B3 coin. Um, but it seems like with that, when I have that extra, just funny money that I can, you know, put in the, put in the machine, that's, that's definitely not my core. Like if you were to ask me exactly. how much of that I'd put in, it's less, it's literally less than 1%, exactly. literally less than 1%. Yeah. I don't put 10% of my portfolio in these gambles. I don't put, you know, if I put in a fraction of a Litecoin, that's like 80 bucks. Yeah. Okay. And if you were to add up my portfolio, 80 bucks doesn't make up uh, a very large portion. So if I'm doing things like that, they're just on the side. Um, and I, I will personally tell you, I will never pump a coin and then dump a coin. Um, it's, I mean, after a month, I might consider selling it if it's up a thousand times or something like that, or a hundred times or 50 times. But I will never pump a coin and then turn around and dump it. Me personally, I won't do that. No. Um, Number one is I don't want I, I, I don't want to be associated with that uh, that that community that does that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand why people do it as fun, but at 35 years old, I'm not interested in just uh, taking people's easy money uh, like that. It just, it, it doesn't do anything for me uh, personally. I, if I do take out a position like that, it interests me in the sense that I hope this thing goes to the moon, that a bunch of you guys to invest in a, a little small 10 bucks can turn that $10 into $1,000 or whatever. That's the only thing that really interests me. Like even when I put in my, my $70, I'm not even so interested in making the money myself. I'm more like, well, I hope these guys on this channel that have been listening um, made out, you know, <laughs> that's why I still hold all my red coin. I still hold all my Ember coin. Um, but that's just the, that's the true, uh, true answer that I can give. So, um, yeah, but I you- do do that. Less than 1% of my portfolio or portfolio would do something like that. That's sound money management. I mean, that's good. That's what a lot of these VC guys do. They'll spread out their investment to a hundred companies and hope that one of them becomes a Facebook and they do. And then of course you look like a genius. Yeah. You were one of the original investors in so-and-so. <laughs> what they, what they yeah. don't tell you is that they had 90, 99 other investments that they put that uh, 1% in and they went nowhere. But uh, right. the, one, the one goes to the moon and that's fine. And, and that's why you diversify. And you just make sure, mm-hmm. guys, that you don't put too much in there to where you can't buy food this week or you can't sleep or you can't make your car payment. Oh, in fact, I wouldn't even do those, those risky gambles unless it was like funny money. Like yeah. if, if you've been really successful with the market, like don't try to necessarily gamble. I mean, you can do whatever you want, um, but uh, for, for me, I would say I, I probably – wouldn't recommend doing that. But then again, I mean, one of the things I don't want to get in the habit of doing is telling you what you can and cannot do. Right. Um, but I, I will say that even myself, less than, you know, 1% of my portfolio is funny money like that. Like I would not take out a massive um, investment on something like Embercoin um, at that particular moment. Maybe as Embercoin uh, evolves into something like with Chartist where it becomes a successful G. Yeah, solution. Then, like you say, then we all look like geniuses because Embercoin turned into Chartist, and that became like a, a massively successful uh, company. By the way, I've actually gotten in touch with the Embercoin uh, creator, or not the creator. I'm sorry, the CEO. Yeah. And so um, he's t- he he. I talked to him, and it sounded like he was. Uh, serious about his project and that they had big, big intentions for Chartist and Embercoin. So that's kind of exciting. I mean, I was kind of like, well, let me know if you guys are just not, if you guys are just kicking the can around or if you're um, really going to do something. And he, he said, yeah, we're, we're building this. So that, that could be interesting. I mean, we don't know where that thing will go, but being that I still hold my coins and I, I know that a lot of you guys will do too. We'll see what ends up happening. And percentage wise, you know, say you, Say you put a small percentage, one, in it, it's all relative out there for what you guys have, the size of your portfolio, but wow, how about waking up two or three years from now and finding out Embercoin's em, in the news, they got their new product released, mm-hmm. and it took them, their roadmap took them a year longer than they thought, but here your investment is worth five times what you paid for it, 10 times what you paid for right. it, no matter the dollar amount. Uh, that's, that's a good thing, guys. That's what's... That's what you need to do. So uh, speaking of uh, you not wanting to tell people what to do, we got, 
we got two right. here. We got the tether thing, uh-huh. and we got Facebook. Yeah, those are the two news yeah. things that came out. And I know you and I have strong opinions on this. <laughs> we may. What are we on podcast episode five? So right, this may be your last episode of listening to Jeff and I on the Altcoin Plus podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which, which one do you want first um well tether okay tether i i well my take on tether is that i think it's a threat to the government uh because if you if you say that you have a uh digital dollar in the cryptocurrency space it I could see why the government, the Fed, whoever prints the U.S. dollars, whoever backs the dollar, the you know the Federal Reserve, would look at something called USDT and say, "Oh wow, this thing's got a two billion dollar market cap, and in the bull market, look how much they use this tether." And who's who's the is it centralized? Who's behind it? And then when they start digging, they find you know Bitfinex, and they find out who's behind it. So then they issue the subpoena, and it kind of becomes like. No, we're not going to let these characters um, take over uh, the, the U.S. dollar by as the cryptocurrency market goes to the moon potentially. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Now yeah. on the other side of it, yeah. okay. And I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a very naive comment. Okay, you guys ready? Now don't don't write and call in because I really know yeah, what I'm right. talking. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be okay. What, he doesn't know how this works. Let, it, let us have it. This is way more <laughs> complex than I'm going to make it right here. I'm just putting that. That's your disclaimer here. But on an audit, on an audit, if, if Tether is doing what they say they're doing, and again, there's going to be multiple counts and reasons and leverages and money sweeps and all kinds of ways. I realize that for all you financial gurus out there. But they... If they have issued, what is it? Uh, Steve said it on the video. Is it two billion, or is it one point? How much right now have they issued in Tether at this point? Uh, let's let's see here. If I let me pull it up, I know they're at a two point something, two market. billion dollar market cap. So but I, I don't know how many USDTs they have. Yeah, how many USD circulation issued? But uh, just, they have over two two billion. Okay. So let's just, for round numbers, everybody can fact check us. It's fine. We're just trying to have a nice little talk here between a couple of dudes. But let's just call it $2 billion right now. If they've issued $2 billion tethers, then there ought to be a bank account that says $2 billion, right? right. <laughs> On the audit. <laughs> there you go. It's going to be multiple accounts. It's going to be all kinds of different investments and leverage off that. But at a traditional bank, you know, that's backed by the Fed, you know, they don't have Two billion sitting in that bank. They're backed by, by the Fed, and that money well, is here, sitting there. Here's the thing: their circulating supply is two point, two, basically uh, two billion, right? It's two two billion four hundred or forty seven million, right? So that's less than two point one bill, and their total supply is two point three billion. So yeah. what happens if? So what happens if they're getting more price injection, more injection of cash? So their market cap has to stay pinned to $2 billion. So what happens to the excess cash if it ever comes in? And how do we know that it hasn't already? Because they have to keep it pegged to the U.S. dollar valuation. Because if that thing went up to the $10 billion market cap, 
it's no longer pegged. So what happens to the excess? And right here it says 24 hour volume, 3.4 billion. So in USD, so their 24 hour volume exceeds their market cap. Explain that. We have people buying and selling that back and forth, creating that volume. But here's, here's the big statement, Tether, do the right thing. Because if they, will, if they will get audited properly, and they should have no problem getting audited properly, it'll take this uncertainty out of the whole equation. And this is, you hit right. on this a little while ago, Jeff. If you are in the crypto space as a new and upcoming company in development, you're Bitfinex, and this space being in its infancy, um, why would you shoot yourself in the foot and not do the right thing right now? Because this thing is only primed to grow. So uh, right. do an audit and you're going to make more money by doing the audit. If they right. hang on and do this correctly for the next couple of years, oh, they're going to be bigger and <laughs> better than ever than they ever even started. So they, Bitfinex ought to, they ought to want to do the right thing at this point uh, for people. Again, money supply in the U.S. right now, just stuff that's in bank accounts or money market funds and all that is in the trillions that's just sitting there. So this, this amount pales according to that. People shouldn't get too freaked mm -hmm. out. Um, but when you have uh, just what you said right there, let's just say there's 2 billion tether out there at this point, you know, $2 billion in the crypto space right now on what we call a market cap of four or 500 billion is a big deal. It's a big percentage. It's not a big percentage if you look at overall markets and money market funds and stock accounts and even, even U.S. dollars cash in circulation that's out there. Uh, there's, mm -hmm. there's a ton of money out there. But, you know, I just say do the right thing. Take the uncertainty out of this and we're all going to do better. That's, that's right. my comment to Tether. Might be naive. Yeah. Might Provide be some trans. Yeah. Provide some transparency. Allow, like, show them the skeletons in the closet. Let everyone know what's been going on, and then keep keep existing as tethered, doing what it's been doing instead of um, resisting. Right? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Resisting this, the government and the crackdown and the 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 Fed needs audited as corrupt as can be, as far as it goes. I, I think <laughs> the the we all know the U.S. dollar is melting in in what it oh my gosh what it'll buy and that so it's not like you got a great alternative but here with with everything that's going on with the economy tax cuts the repatriate repatriation of funds coming back in the u.s we're probably going to have a strong dollar this year and you know this they have a big chance here that's all i'm saying you guys you guys mm -hmm. see where we're coming at with this on that now okay yeah. so we're big on transparency. You're big on, on free markets, Jeff. You and I have talked a whole lot. Mm -hmm. um, talk about this Facebook thing. Talk okay. about what's happening <laughs> with them and what the news came out. There's a video on it uh, today on Altcoin Buzz. What do you mm. think? Well, I think of the Zucks move. I think. Well, I think Zuck is one of the reasons why he is in the position that he's in is because he's very intelligent. 
and he's highly educated and he knows what he's doing. And I think he's also very highly connected and protected. And um, he does step on toes, but he usually gets to step on toes and figure away, get away from that. So he uses he uses his uh, power um, in a way that appears as though he cares about the people, right? I mean, that's one of the things that that's his that's his overall uh, persona. His character is this guy who's here to usher in this social renaissance digitally, this digital social renaissance, right? So, um, with him doing that, he uh, he always wants to appear to you to fit that character, and so he announced that he's going to do cryptocurrencies, and now he bans cryptocurrencies today. And so people are like, "Hey, what's going on here? One day you're doing, one day you're wanting to explore cryptocurrencies, and now here today um, you're going to shut down cryptocurrencies. Period from doing any business." on your platform and you're like, well, I thought you wanted to explore cryptocurrencies and kind of embrace the decentralized aspect, but now you're saying, nope, none of you guys can do that. We're gonna do, we're gonna take that away from those guys, the, the, the free market, so to speak, and we're gonna, we're gonna work on that in-house for our audience only. It's not gonna, so <laughs> I guess you could say, what's, what's, what's going on here? So you just wanna do it yourself and take, do the blockchain yourself, and keep all the competition off your platform. I guess he can do that though, right? I, he can do I mean, he's it. He's allowed to. He obviously did. Yeah. I, I guess he can. I, I just don't understand if people, you and I like free markets. I like free markets. Like, mm-hmm. I like competition, or, so to speak. You bet. And if, if Facebook is going to make me boost my post by paying money, I know you know a lot about this. And have been very successful with Facebook. If they're if they're gonna offer that service, if you pay and boost this post, you're gonna get it in front of more eyes of people you know, friends, people who have signed up for your page, for your interest in that. And then now they're telling me, oh, there's only certain kinds. I guess they have that right to say we're only gonna allow certain kinds of businesses to do that. But I think once again, it's shooting themselves in the foot. Because people are, free markets are going to find a way. People are going to go to another platform that lets them advertise to people. Here's the, here's, the, here's the biggest thing that I take away from this. Facebook owns most all of this competition outside of YouTube. Right. I mean, they own WhatsApp. If you just do a simple Google search, top social media platforms yeah. on planet Earth. Instagram. <laughs> the top three are, are Facebook, WhatsApp. And uh, Facebook Messenger, and that's not even including Instagram, which is another one of their products. Yep. So, uh, outside of Snapchat, um, which I like, I like Snapchat. I just had a hard time trying to figure out how to use Snapchat. So, for me, I, I like I like Facebook. I think it's a very powerful platform for media. Although the thing that has been a little bit of a frustration for me is the the fact that they can they're, they kind of strong arm people out of the way, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't, they don't embrace the free market. They, uh, they're just like, oh, competition? Let's, let's, uh, <laughs> let's buy them if they don't want us, you know, anyway. So um, I think, like I said, I, I have a great deal of respect for Zuckerberg and what he's achieved. It's just um, I think that it would be nice 
to get a little bit more understanding about what his intentions are with um, blockchain and cryptocurrency and what he intends to do for the, the, the people that are working in that e ecosystem. I mean, I would like to think that he's not looking at the whole entire cryptocurrency market and saying, well, I'm just going to take it over and do it here over on Facebook and my platforms and we're going to run it like that and that whole cryptocurrency market, bye. Do you Thanks think it's for that? showing me the tech. Huh? Do you think it's that or do you think it's they're worried about this regulation coming down on ICOs and, you know, I don't even want to say it, but uh, things like... To be fair, to be fair, to be fair to him, it yeah. could be. He could, he could, he could, he could totally um, really just be like, hey, like there's a lot of scams going on with these ICOs. Um, you know, and that's, that's totally a great point. I'm glad you mentioned that. And, and maybe they're scared of that, but I still have a little problem with that, Jeff, because of, you know, I'm not a smoker. I don't like to smoke, um, mm -hmm. but I think if people want to smoke and they want to buy cigarettes, that the government shouldn't tell them they can't. Um, uh, again, you know, I don't want to go anywhere right. and have smoke blown in me, but that's, that person wants to do that. And where does it end? Well, I tell you, it didn't end with smoking cigarettes. Now, if you're in New York, you can't buy a certain... Uh, size beverage of a of a soft drink because the sugar content. Right. So now you know the. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, that happened years ago, and and then, so where does that end? What if, you know, what if I have a certain beverage or a food, and hey, that's been deemed not good for me. So now that's regulated out. I can't buy that. I I just don't know where the line is, and I don't know where the line is on Facebook. If they say well. You can't, if you're an ICO, uh, what, do they rate them? How do, Jeff, how right. about crowdfunding? So they just say no ICOs. Yeah. Well, no ICOs, no crowdfunding. So does that mean that, what, what are some of the crowd, Indiegogo? Indiegogo, which I love those platforms. I, I give, What are those, what are, what are, what do people raise money for on there? I've seen some silly stuff on there. <laughs> oh, you know, stuff that, okay, here you go. I've used. Kickstarter for years. I don't even know. I wish I knew right now off the top of my head when's the first Kickstarter I did, but I love the platform. I've used Indiegogo mm -hmm. for years. I have stuff that I have funded, crowdfunded, been a part of that I haven't gotten yet. I ordered it, put my money in, bought it, and I took a risk. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give this crowdfunding platform the credit really for why. I appreciate this space and in crypto because it just okay. makes sense to me because when you, when you, you do these crowd funds on Kickstarter, you get rid of the bank. You don't need to worry about the bank. You go straight to the customer. And so on Kickstarter, it all gets funded and you have a good story and you invest in the people behind it and hopefully get your product delivered. And I've even launched a Kickstarter. Uh, a book campaign for my friend and it was very successful yeah. and we delivered and everybody got their product and they were very happy and we gave them bonuses, but we took the bank out of that equation. So I don't know. Central yeah. banks got to be nervous of that. Regular banks, everybody involved has to be nervous now that people can just bypass them and they can just go straight to the customer and there's mm -hmm. going to be messes involved with that. Crowdfunding is 
not always perfect and I'm still waiting on my uh, pen that will help me write in the middle of the air and it'll show up on my iPad. But those founders and those people producing and the tech behind it, they send emails all the time and they say, well, we're still working on it. We're at this stage of development. We're in this part of the project and you're going to get your pen, but it's just going to take a lot longer mm -hmm. than we thought. Well, that's the risk I took and I like it. I like that concept. I like that about crypto. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we can compare Indiegogo and ICOs, right? But uh, no. I guess that's an extreme comparison. But. Conceptually, though, conceptually, the fact that people are allowed, when, when they are allowed to say, this is my money, and I want to yeah. you know, right. pick something you and I really love that we both love on an ICO, um, or really love, uh, but I, I love rivets. I, Me and you are both involved in rivets. I think it's right. I think mobile concept, security. Yeah, it, the the encryption in the chip is amazing. Uh, the chip in your smartphone mm -hmm. being encrypted to where it can disassociate from the operating system, so you could securely hold your private keys on your chip in your smartphone through the rivets technology. You know, I believe right. in that tech. I like the team. I like everything about it. Went into the rivets ICO. You know, I should be allowed. This is a free market. If I want to put my money in that. And take the risk that maybe they're not able to pull it off, but somebody else down the line is. Well, that's the risk I took. But I, it's just like these smokers or people want to eat all the Doritos that they can buy. Fine. You want to do that, do it. I don't want to. Now, to, to, face, to Facebook's defense, it could come back onto them where they were like, because Facebook has had some issues that happened where. Russia was buying ads for presidential campaigns. Sure. And, um, wait, I never, you know, then wait, it could man. come back where. Wait, wait, Jeff, I didn't. The, when did that happen? I didn't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Russia? You'd have to be living under a rock not to hear about that. Yeah. Um, Maybe that'll be another but, podcast number six. There you go. <laughs> you want to talk about uh, Russia and uh, Trump? <laughs> that, <laughs> that would be. I wonder if people would listen to us if we talked about uh, the American politics. Oh, no. Here's the thing. We would just, uh, we think we've been called stuff this week on Facebook. Uh, I mean, on, on right. YouTube in the comments. I, I'd be begging for people to call me Mr. Rogers after all that. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. We started talking. I, I, well, I'm sure you, sure, I'm sure some people learned some stuff here on this uh, podcast from you where, they're like, oh, thanks, Mr. Rogers. Maybe, maybe that's your new nickname. Oh, no. Blockchain Rogers. Or <laughs> pe pe People still think I'm trying to be like gangster about calling myself Blockchain J. Really? What I'm doing is, I, well, well, I thought when someone was calling themselves Crypto Joe or Crypto Jimmy, I thought that was pretty, you know, because Crypt, yeah. crypt Walking, uh, the Crips, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah. shoot, Crypto Jimmy. And I'm like... <laughs> crypto john or crypto bobby you know uh well by the way crypto bobby's re, uh we've been in touch with crypto bobby so we might get a uh uh interview going with him yeah and i'll tell you what Jeff, let me let's that's get what i've heard that's what crypto i heard bobby i watched his tether video today it was fabulous oh yeah yeah crypto bobby's great. the man he does oh, those uh great job those happy hours yeah no and he's in tech speaking of that i i I think we should give some shout outs to some uh, some of our favorite uh, YouTube channels 
Yeah. I really like, uh, you know who did a, you know who does a really good job that I haven't really talked about? Crypto Investor. Oh, nice. Yeah, it, you can look up his channel, Crypto Investor, but he didn't, he, did, he called the Tether stuff three days ago. Now, obviously, we can't get into the habit of thinking that someone's got a crystal ball, right? The Crypto right. Investor, he's got his finger on the pulse, and he's definitely someone that you should uh, subscribe to. Um, nice. I just put that out there, but Crypto Bobby's another guy that I've got a lot of respect for. Obviously, we've talked about Superman. You got a lot of respect for him. How about Boxmine? Uh, yeah, him. man. He gets out there and goes to those uh, conferences. And yeah. he's, I mean, if you want to be right there at those conferences, box mining, he gets, he gets in there and he, he does the work. And he puts it out there like no one else can. Yeah. So. I uh, Data that. Dash is another one who uh, has been doing that. David Hay. Yeah. So I have recently watched some of his. Appreciate his. Uh, approach to things level-headed on that i think guys, I'm, sure I'm, missing, I'm sure i'm missing a couple yeah i mean we, oh, there, there's one guy i gotta give a shout out to though hold on there's one guy <laughs> there's a guy that has been around he's been in the game for a while ylgv i gotta give a shout out to ylgv nice where do you yeah. find him i don't think i've never uh he's on uh youtube ylgv okay so i just i gotta give him a special mention Okay. He doesn't know I'm doing that for him, but he's pretty cool. You know, I say that because he's got some real interesting insights that can be valuable. I like it. Well, so, and, he's, a young, he's a young guy, but he's got a lot of interesting insights that can be valuable to people. I'll give uh, everybody on Steam it a shout out because you, you guys want a platform go. that's got some solid people and community that are uh, positive and they're looking out for each other and not getting not getting all caught up in all this craziness um, good community if you haven't signed up for steam it get out there and get your username sign up for a steam it account who 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 else on steam it like you you've talked to me about a couple guys who've been teaching you how to use steam it oh yeah we'll give brandon a shout it. out we got to give steam a's a shout out for helping them on the team um gosh i'm sorry i know there's stacking's been uh, doing us good. There's, it's hard on Steam it because I could literally go through 99% of the comments and people are excited about crypto as an investment. They're level-headed about it. They're, they're just in it for the long haul. Um, it's, it's just a great crowd. And I, you know, this is just because All I'm right. so involved with this, guys, but there's a lot of other things on Steam it besides crypto. If you have hobbies, so, mm -hmm. good community. That I, I, I do need to do a fact check before we go here. This isn't yeah. as much a fact check, but I had time to pull this this this, this up. All the coins and banknotes in the world right now is approximately seven point six trillion. Seven point six trillion. What? Yeah, all the banknotes. Yeah. That's just bank coins and banknotes. Now the world's gold is at seven point seven. Paper. Yeah, liquid okay. liquid money, coins and banknotes out there right now. Paper paper money, just paper money. Because a lot. Okay. Come, okay. Tell me that in your fact sheet that you're going to have digital. Oh yeah, oh. I got. We got digital on there for sure. Uh, 
because they're comparing cryptocurrency to the world's wealth, to people's wealth, to California's wealth. Um, so, so just California's GDP is 2.9 trillion. The 50 richest people right now aggregate, I don't want to take time rattle off their names, but they're 1.9 trillion. So look at that, guys. Crypto right now is only four or 500 billion. Just the 50 richest people in the world are 1.9 trillion. This is backing up Jeff's comments about can there be manipulation? Is this space new? Well, no, it's very in its infancy. Uh, the amount of the world's gold, this is a, I don't know what year this stat was, but spot price being 1275, so it's pretty accurate. 7.7 trillion in gold in the world. Global stock markets. Wow. Global market capitalization of all the world's stock markets is equal to 73 trillion. 38% of that is the U.S. So look at the size of this, guys. Global money supply. Here's your, here's your one that you guys are going to want to know of. The total value of the world's easily accessible money is $36.8 trillion. So that's all the coins, the banknotes, and the checking deposits. Say that one more time. Okay. All the world's easily accessible money including coins, paper money, notes, the dollar, the, or your other currencies that are in paper, cash, and checking deposits, deposits on checking in the world, 36.8 trillion. Okay. Yeah. Broad money, the total value of all the world's money, including coins, banknotes, money market accounts, as well as savings, checking, and time deposits. 8% of that is physical, and 92% of that is non-physical. Uh, that value is at $90.4 trillion. There you go. $90.4 trillion. How about that? So, but there's also, there's also more money being created. There absolutely is. inflation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There sure is. Um, but now here's, here's the thing that I don't think that they factor in that could be factored into this metrics as these developing countries create wealth and become wealthy, like Africa, for, for instance, there's a billion people on, in Africa. Right. Let's say Africa was to achieve some of the countries were to achieve first world status, right? Right. In, in terms of economy over the next hundred years. Seen, and that's not too impossible to, to suggest because we've seen that happen with Singapore. Singapore used to be a, uh, exactly. a developing nation where people would say it's too hot, it's too muggy. And then all of a sudden, now look at Singapore. Now that's a small nation state, but um, we're seeing that in other developing countries like uh, Thailand, for example. Bangkok is emerging. So w what if some of these countries in Africa, because of this financial renaissance that we're having become uh like it would be like we've seen that with dubai i mean dubai with oil money in the last 20 years has grown out of the desert Abu right. Dhabi, right down the road right so what's going to happen when some of these developing countries over the next 50 years thanks to the opportunities that the digital money creates and brings to them uh doesn't add new wealth 
what if what if the majority what if half of the world population held a nice portion of wealth sim comparable to what the the western and asian uh societies hold right would there so be more there, wealth creation then is what you're saying out of these countries i think there would ha- i think there would have to be wouldn't there yeah no you'd have more production yeah more wealth creation yeah yeah right and guys so that's something that, that that's what that's one of the things that I look forward to with cryptocurrency. Yes. And valuation wise. Is the Bitcoin, opportunity. Yeah. If yes. it's a store, if, if Bitcoin's a store of value, Jeff, um, you know, yes. gold, gold, you can mine more gold. You can absolutely mm-hmm. mine more gold. There's ways and there's technologies developing. Just, just go back. Okay. When we're kids, you, you, they thought all along, Oh, there's only this much oil. Oh, but then we had an emerging technology called fracking. Now, all of a sudden, the U.S. is almost energy independent because of fracking. And we found out we can get more oil. We can get more oil from shale. Technology came about that caused, this is highlighting exactly what you're saying. There was more wealth creation uh, because of that emerging technology. We were able to have lower cost oil. Well, and you just make more things and you do more stuff. How about, how about with this with gold? They're, they can develop ways to get more gold out of the ground and have and will, and they'll continue to be more. But what is something that is absolutely finite, fixed supply that they are not going to mine more Bitcoin. of? Bitcoin. Well, at some point. As a store of value. Now, you have, of course, right now, you and I know, 1,500 other companies that have issued these coins, these tokens, these crowdfunding mechanisms, these VC vehicles, whatever you want to call this entire space. But that pales into the amount of companies in the world, into the amount of, uh, even the amount of sectors out there in business. There's way more sectors than that. It's, it's a baby. It's an infant. And if you compare this to like we're doing to the entire money supply of the world, or even my goodness, just California's GDP alone. I mean, the Fed balance sheet at this point is $3.5 trillion. So. Wow. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Everybody's getting spooked out for, for a little bit of money moving back and forth on Bitcoin. Uh, be in it for the long haul. Yeah. Be in it for the Yeah, for I the think that's the, that's, the, that's the mantra. That's the best advice. Uh, take a long-term approach, and you've always stressed that. I, I know you've always stressed that, since, um, even when Bitcoin was trading below four hundred dollars. <laughs> you know, we're, we're in this for the long haul for sure. Uh, so, yeah. Jeff, just tell people um, how to get a hold of everybody on the team and where to go. I'll, I'll give a couple. You give a couple. Well, right now, I just say to fall, keep up with. I'm. Po- I'm consistently posting on Twitter. Yes. Uh, that's where I, you like to hang out on steam it. I like yep. seeing it, but you're, you're running that. So, um, I'm staying out of your lane. I'm big on Twitter. So you can follow us on Altcoin buzz IO. We also have uh Candace now managed. If you're a lady and you like to keep up with cryptocurrency, or if your wife or girlfriend likes to keep up with cryptocurrency, they can follow a buzz ladies. And so a buzz underscore ladies and Candace is uh, building that, platform for the women it's not segregation it is just um a place where women can really feel comfortable uh and meet up with other ladies who like to talk crypto 
and you're all about the ladies, right, Jeff? I mean, you want to see them become oh, yeah. entrepreneurs and get in the space, oh, yeah. and prosper, and oh and, yeah, uh, be leaders. That's great. I, oh yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's also going to bring more money into the market, um, but also more of a community. You know, it's going to make it's going to make crypto more uh, friendly. Really, right now we just got a bunch of testosterone uh, flying yeah. around left and right. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I think bringing some ladies in is going to calm down some uh, some of that uh, aggression we receive. Um, maybe it won't. Maybe it doesn't. But who cares, right? It's all life. But yeah, bringing women into cryptocurrency is a great idea overall. Yeah, I think people misunderstood that last podcast because uh, you you were actually fully in support of that. And uh, I, you know, be looking out for that as she's developing it. I know that there was a lot of comments about. Well, what about Patientory CEO? She's a woman, and this one's a woman, and this one's a woman. Yeah, honestly, oh, yeah. that's why you guys are out there to bring this as uh, this is altcoin buzz, as in the buzz from you guys in the comments uh, helps all the other people in the altcoin buzz army. I mean, it, this is this is a group it's effort. A community. It's a community, and we don't know all the answers, and we don't claim to have all the answers. Uh, this is why we do this no. together, so we can all be smarter. You know, come on. Uh, other platform, if we, right. you guys can go to altcoinbuzz.io and click on all the links to all the other social media. But uh, Jeff does a phenomenal oh, job. on our website. Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Altcoinbuzz.io. Yeah, most all of our stuff that you can access is on our website. You can link to Is there it. a Steemit link yet? Oh, yeah, I think there's Steemit link. Okay. Um, but gosh. Podcast. Know, everything. Oh, oh, iTunes. So. If you guys can, please, you're listening to this uh, Altcoin Buzz podcast. We're new, up and coming, episode five. Please hit subscribe and share it with your friends and uh, leave us a review. We already got some cool reviews on review. here. Yeah, they leave a review. Also, go ahead. let us know if iTunes is the best place that they like to listen to. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, but iTunes is only iOS. So right. I've heard that SoundCloud is pretty good. And that doesn't matter if you have an Android or an iOS. Right. And some people I know do that on there. Um, I was just going to give a shout out to our, to our people from episode one through four on iTunes that they, they gave us some love. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate these guys. We had. Oh, yeah. 15 oh, yeah. reviews. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know 15. Nah, there wasn't that many when I checked yeah. last time. Yeah, we went from 8 to 15. Shoot. Yep. Yeah, we're yeah. looking up there. Yeah, so let's let's do that on the ratings reviews. I'm going to pick somebody out here. And uh, big shout out to GCM fan. Crypto mentors. Uh, man can. Doffman can. Hmm. Oh, he, he did. this is what this guy said, that we were his crypto mentors. Uh, Chronic Guru. Shout out to Chronic Guru. Bayazan? Jerry K? Fed? I don't see any comments about um, blockchain. What did they call you? Blockchain. Uh, blockchain, Jay. Uh, no. Uh, uh, altcoin FUD? Is that. <laughs> oh, oh. Jeff uh, from Altcoin FUD. Yeah, Jeff from <laughs> I don't see that on here. We got some cool people on iTunes. So yeah, guys, we're going to wrap okay. it up. This has been altcoin buzz podcast episode five. Thank you so much.
for going on iTunes and hitting subscribe and moving us up the new Northworthy. Get this to more people. And thanks, Altcoin Buzz Army. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. See ya.